What is up, everyone? Welcome to another week of Cheese on Sports. Now, let's see. Last week, we did uh, the picks for the NFL and the UFC pay-per-view. We'll be going over those uh, later, see how they went, see how we did. Uh, we had me and Luke Birch making the NFL picks, and then G-Wiz came and joined me and Luke Birch to do the UFC picks. Um, we'll be picking the next week of NFL games for this week, and uh, as well as the next UFC card. So, good times ahead again. Uh, so yeah, I'll open the show like I did last week and every other week before with baseball, because it's boring and I don't got much to talk about. Get it out of the way. Uh, the fucking World Series is still going. Uh, Tampa Bay is up 3-2. to two, Three games to two, I should say. Uh, after last night's debacle. And fucking the, uh, you'd swear the Dodgers are cursed. It's almost like watching the fucking Red Sox shit. I got flashbacks of, um, oh, damn it. Now I can't remember the dude's name. First baseman for fucking Red Sox letting the fucking grounder go through his legs into right field. That's basically how I felt watching the end of, uh, the Dodgers and Rays last night. No, got an error out in right field. Recovers, throws into the cutoff man. Cutoff man throws into the catcher. Catcher can't fucking hold on to the ball. It's like uh, Bob Mallory released a video on Facebook doing calls over it and called it the Bad News Fucking Bears. That's exactly what it was. Bill Buckner. Thank you, Wiz. Bill Buckner was the first baseman for the uh, Red Sox. But yeah, it's uh, not looking good for the Dodgers out there in L.A. I uh, picked them to win. But all they gotta do is lose one more, and after the way they lost last the last game, I can see them just fucking dropping the next game too. So Tampa Bay probably gonna win, but can't change picks now. That would make me a bitch. <laughs> uh, let's see. We had, well, I guess college football has been going for a lit for a couple weeks now, but uh, no Big Ten until this week. And being that I'm from here in Michigan. Any college football around is in the Big Ten, so I haven't been paying attention to college football until this weekend. And I kind of wish I wouldn't have. <laughs> Michigan State got their asses. Well, I shouldn't say asses. Well, they should have gotten fucking destroyed by Rutgers. They ended up only losing by 11. But they turned the ball over seven fucking times. That's fucking embarrassing. But it's becoming a thing with Michigan State. It's like, I'm used to them embarrassing me because I'm a Michigan State fan. It's like, I wake up in the morning, fucking embarrassing. I go to sleep at night, fucking embarrassing. It's a new trend. But we got they got a new coach up there, Mel Tucker. He took over for Mark D'Antonio after he finally retired six years too late after driving the fucking school back into the ground that he found it in. And now Mel Tucker's got to try to dig himself out. And there's people already calling for his job after one fucking game. He was the last coach to be hired, so he's got less time with any other team. And he it's the first week of a COVID-ridden fucking season, and there's already people calling for his job. It's retarded. Like, yeah, Michigan State's years away from being good, and if you fire the coach after one game, it's not going to improve anything at all. Chill the fuck out. <clears throat> uh, another down note, I can't stand Michigan. And Michigan went up to Minnesota, who I thought was going to be good this year, and destroyed them. Just fucking laid into them. I was very, very disappointed in that. 
Uh, looks like Michigan's quarterback could actually be a Heisman contender if he plays the way he did the rest of the season. Call me a hater if you will. I don't like to see Michigan succeed. I'd rather see Ohio State succeed. And that's saying something here in Michigan. That should get you killed sometimes. <laughs> Depending on who you're talking to. Uh, let's see. Uh, next week. I shouldn't even say next week. Here in five days, Michigan State plays Michigan. And I believe Michigan is a 23.5 point favorite or something like that. And I, I fully expect them to cover. Michigan State was awful. They're not going to fumble the ball seven fucking times and turn it over seven times every week. So it's not going to be that bad. But it's still going to be bad. They're not going to be that good. Maybe a couple wins this year. But Michigan, um, I mean, you know, they'll run into the buzzsaw that it is fucking Ohio State. Maybe Minnesota's not as good as people thought, and that's why they ran through them. We'll find out as the season goes. Michigan tends to fucking fold under pressure. They play any teams that are worth a shit. They can't seem to pull out the win. So, time's going to tell. It was the first week. <clears throat> Next week's not going to be any better. But, we'll keep going. Let's see here. Luke says, Is it more embarrassing for Michigan State to turn the ball over seven times in a single game or for Rutgers to only win by 11 against a team turning the ball over seven times? Yeah, that just shows how bad Rutgers really is. Like, Rutgers is bottom of the fucking barrel one of the worst teams in the country if not the worst team although they got greg Schiano as coach now and so it's possible that maybe he's just gonna turn shit around because he's actually a decent coach once again it's another one of those things where time's gonna tell but rutgers is notorious for being just fucking dog shit they're the skid mark of the fucking big 10 June's right. I mean, even the Michigan militia failed to kidnap Whitmer. Yep. Michigan's not good at things. <clears throat> okay. So, uh, that was a quick rundown of baseball that is basically over in college football. And by rundown of college football, I mean two games in the fucking Big Ten. I I don't know what Alabama did or fucking uh, Oklahoma. I know they're good. <laughs> but I don't pay attention to the SEC. It's teams I never see play, and when I do, they're destroying my team, so who cares? So, uh, I guess quick, quick shout-out to everybody in the chat. We got Luke Birch in the house, who I'll be bringing on fucking very soon. G-Wiz, who will probably be coming on pretty soon, too. And June, the homosexual, even though he doesn't like sports, I'm pretty sure. He's here. And then Smock Wabek. Smock, he's a, he's a bit of a fan. Chicago fan, but I'll try not to hold that against him. Let's get into the NFL. Last week's picks, at least. Um, hmm, do I want to? Yeah, I'm gonna bring Luke on for this, just cause uh, going over the picks, we had one different, so one of us gets to rub something into the other one. Giggity. Calling you up, Luke. Everybody else is gonna hear that real soon. Hey. What's up, Luke? It's calling Wiz too. Yeah, can you hear me? 
Right. Hello, check, check. <laughs> I hear you, hey. Luke. Can you hear me? Check, check. It's calling you guys, too. Yeah, can you hear me? Wiz, cut your fucking uh -oh. <laughs> feed. Hello, check, check. <laughs> You're I echoing. Hear you, Luke. Can you hear me, Luke? Check, check. Okay, I'm just we're everybody's listening back to the show. <laughs> All right, there we go. He got it cut now. Luke's back, I think. Can you hear me now, Luke? Uh oh. There we go. All right, can you hear me now? Yeah. All right, good. I could uh, hear you I, last time, but you couldn't hear me apparently. I I did a fucking big brain. <laughs> <laughs> the brain. <laughs> yeah, gee, if uh, you drinking tonight? No, I'm drinking coffee like usual. Uh, we'll see when the girlfriend gets home. Maybe I'll fucking uh, fucking get into some alcohol, but I doubt it. She walked in the door last night, handed me some Jaeger and water. I'm like, eh, all right, yeah, fuck it, why not? We could do that. <laughs> Fucking screens all over the damn place. I'm trying to get back to the chat room. Okay, there we go. Alright, Luke, you ready to get into the fucking picks from last week? Even though I know what's coming, sure. <laughs> Neither one of us did great. Let's see here. Uh, we had the first game was going on while we were fucking broadcasting the Monday Night Football game. Arizona and Dallas. Dallas giving up one. It was a fucking blowout. Yeah, Arizona killed him. So we both picked Arizona. That was a win for us. Uh, next game we had Carolina versus uh, New Orleans. Uh, New Orleans giving up 7.5. They won, but not by no 7.5. So we got the win on that one too, because we picked uh, the points. Uh, Tampa Bay versus Las Vegas. Uh, Tampa Bay was the 2.5 point favorite. We both picked Las Vegas. We both lost. <laughs> Tampa Bay destroyed them. Fucking Tom Brady. I don't want to take him for real, but I'm starting to think I have to. And here's where it got interesting. San Francisco versus New England. New England giving up two and a half. You picked New England. I picked San Francisco and the points. San Francisco not only covered the points, but won the game by quite a bit. Cam Newton's cooked. Yeah. He's dead. Fucking embarrassed. <laughs> Just got... He's fucking done. Yeah. And then, uh, on a side note, I was seeing today that fucking Jeff Garcia was going on a rant about the way he dresses and shit. And then people were like, oh, racist much? And I was like, why? Why is it gotta be racist? He, the fucking guy dresses like a jackass and plays like a jackass. And Garcia goes, oh, this guy dresses like a jackass and plays like a jackass. So now he's racist? Why? <laughs> it's stupid. I'm tired of, like, anytime anybody gets any criticism, they just press the fucking race button. Like, no. Fucking Cam Newton sucks. His fucking outfits suck. It's okay. Just say they suck. It doesn't make you a fucking racist. Dude, dude's out, um... Staring at pictures of the dude's outfit has actually been legally classified as torture by the CIA. I believe it, too. Wiz says Cam Newton is the worst speaker I've ever heard. And this coming from a guy who basically can't talk. Yeah. He's the worst speaker. He's the worst dresser. He's the worst starter. <sighs> He's good at being bad. 
I can't believe this dude was ever an MVP. You would never know it looking at the way he plays today. MVP, first overall pick. Yeah. Fucking got paid by Auburn to come there. <laughs> I, I, can't, I, I can't remember. Did he win the Heisman? Uh, shit, you know. I can't remember if he did that year or not. That's a good fucking question, Luke. Look at stat guy. <laughs> the stat department looked that up. I'll go check. <laughs> That's fine. I'll get back to the picks, though. Uh, we had Jacksonville yes, versus... Yes, he did. Yeah, he did? Okay. He did. So, yeah. All that shit. Although, I mean, Heisman Trophy winners that didn't pan out in the NFL are a fucking dime a dozen, really. I guess that part's not surprising, but the fact that he was he made it to the NFL and then became, he was an MV fucking P, and now like the sucks like this bad. That's what's fucking impressive. Like, dude, how how did you do that? Cam Newton is unbelievably dumb as fuck. Yeah, I'd believe it. <laughs> so is uh, Andy Dalton after yesterday probably. Holy shit! Talk about a bad year to be a fucking Dallas Cowboy quarterback. Goddamn Dak Prescott gets his legs snapped in half, and then fucking Andy Dalton leaves his fucking brain in his helmet. <laughs> that was rough. Yeah, that was tough to watch. No, he got blasted. But, his helmet went flying. But there was actually some good news after that game. What's that? Between Washington and Dallas, in that it was a really good 24 hours for Ron Rivera. Not only blowing the fuck out of Dallas, but today he finished his cancer treatment. Oh, no shit. Well, congrats on the cancer treatment. But, I mean, beating Dallas has nothing to celebrate. Yeah. They suck. <laughs> well, uh, hold on. In all fairness, Washington is also in the NFC East. So, yeah, I guess that's a cause for celebration. If you're in the NFC East and you get a win, you better be popping some champagne. That fucking division sucks. That's like the worst fucking division I've ever seen. I've never seen one division have that many poor fucking records. Yeah, I've, I've, I've been calling it from the very start, the NFC least. <laughs> yeah. See, back in the day, you could make a case that the shit was the NFC beast. But no, not now. Yeah, it, it's actually quite concerning that of all eight divisions... That is the only division where all four members have lifted Lombardi's Hello Trophy. Yeah. That's concerning considering what a shit show it's turned into. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, who we got in the West? Who's missing? Oh, the Cardinals? Cards, yeah. And the, well, the Rams have won one in their, yeah, the Rams won in yeah. St. Louis. Does that still count? <laughs> mm. Yeah, the, <laughs> sure. the greatest show on turf. Yep. Uh, the NFC South, who hasn't won? Carolina hasn't won one, have they? Mm -hmm. They've been there, but they haven't won. T t um, t Tampa Bay have won. Tampa Bay did win, yep. Yeah. Atlanta, the Falcons, they've been there, but have they ever won? No. Yeah, okay. So yeah, there's actually quite a few teams. And then we know in the North, the Lions have never been there or won. Mm. The Vikings have been there, but never won. I could have swore the Vikings won one back in the seventies no. or some shit. No, no, they they made four but lost every single one. <laughs> oh, okay. So like they were the Buffalo Bills of the seventies. Got it. Pretty much. 
Yeah. But most of them can say they've at least been to a Super Bowl. The Lions yeah. can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> and long may that continue. Yeah. It's going to continue for a long time because <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that in a second. Uh, let's see. We had Jacksonville taking on the Chargers. Chargers favored by eight. We both picked. Um, let's see. Where, 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 oh, we picked Jacksonville. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that didn't work out. They didn't lose by eight. Fuck, I can't remember. Lost by ten. Huh? Did they lose by ten? Lost by ten. Yeah. Okay, sweet. Well, then why did I mark that as a loss? That's a win. (laughs) I fucked up. Okay, sweet. I believe it was 39-29. All right. I don't know why I fucking fucked that up and marked it wrong. Anyway, let's see. Uh, next game, New York Giants versus the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, the Eagles are favored by three and a half. We picked them to cover. They did not. They won by one against the fucking Giants. <laughs> so that's a loss. And then uh, next game, Green Bay favored by three and a half over Houston. We picked Green Bay. Green Bay covered. That was a win. Uh, Detroit against Atlanta. Atlanta favored by two and a half. We picked Detroit. Detroit covered and won the game. That's another point. Which Detroit is now three and three, which means we'll end up with this fucking coach and GM again for another year or five. We'll see. Either way, I don't see them being gone at the end of the season now. It's fucking stupid. <laughs> God fucking damn Detroit. I knew they were going to... That's why I picked them to win too, though. I was like... It's going to hurt me more if they win. They're going to win. I'll take it. <laughs> it b- b- basic, basically a fucking tank bowl. Yeah. You win by losing. Yeah, they're fucking... The last two teams they played have a combined record of like 2-10, and ten, but everybody's like, oh yeah, they're back, baby. <laughs> All right. uh, Buffalo, favored by 1.5 over the Jets. I don't know how it was only one and a half when we did that, but we took Buffalo, rightfully so, and luckily they covered. That was a shit fucking game. I don't know what the hell Buffalo was doing, but they got 18 points all on fucking field goals. I'm I'm not sure whether it's more embarrassing for Buffalo that they only scored 18 or that they let up 10. Yeah. You let the Jets score 10 on you. You only beat the Jets by 8. Boo! <laughs> That's what I get for showing interest in that team. Uh, the next game. This one kind of pissed me off. Cleveland favored by three over Cincinnati. We picked Cleveland. Cleveland won by three. They were favored by three. That's a push. Might as well be a tie. So no winner there. And I think the fucking odds for this ne- this upcoming week that we're about to do, there's like fucking four or five games that have even numbered odds. So that could potentially suck for next week. So, all right. Uh, next game, we had KC favored by four and a half over Denver. We picked KC. We won. And then the last game, we had Pittsburgh favored by one and a half over Tennessee. And Tennessee did not cover, cause and that's who we picked. So we lost there, too. So, let me see. I fucked things up, so let me tally up the fucking records again. 
did did you mention the game between Arizona and Seattle? Um, no, that's for uh, that the game Arizona Seattle. No, apparently that one didn't make the sheet last week. I think it's because I didn't have the uh, the spread for uh, it yet because Arizona was still playing on uh, Monday Night Football while we were doing that. Uh, so I don't think the spread was up for that one. Although, the fucking uh, Chicago and the Rams are playing right now. That's going to be our first pick. And I got odds for the Chicago game and the Rams game for next week somehow. So we're looking way ahead on that one. But yeah, uh, so for this week... After looking this over again, I went eight three and one, and you went seven four and one. So we didn't do too bad this week. Better than last week. Yeah, much better. We were five and seven last week. So that gives me. All right, so that gives me 13, 10, and 1 so far this year. And you, 12, 11, and 1. Behind me, just by the one game. All right, well, with that, let's get into the fucking next week. Let's make some more picks. (coughs) First off, we got the game that's currently on right now. Uh, The Chicago Bears taking on the LA Rams. Rams giving up six points. Chicago is five and one, and the Rams are four and two. I don't understand why the Rams are getting six points in this, but they are. Who you got in this, Luke? Even though the Rams are currently up by seven, I'll <laughs> I'll take Chicago. Yep. No drama there. <laughs> I'm taking Chicago as well. I, yeah, so you're even watching the game. I don't even know the score. Either way, like you said, picking Chicago. Don't trust the fucking Rams. And Chicago's like the luckiest goddamn team in the fucking league. Yeah. Alright, next game. We... Oh. Fuck their 5 and 1, I do not know. Like I said, luckiest damn team in the league. Mm. <laughs> I know Smark loves it. He's happy. He'll take it. Ugly wins a win. Alright, Smark? Oh, I remember saying that when the Lions were like 6-2 and two that one year, and they were just like the fucking ugliest wins you've ever seen. But it's like, hey, a win is a win. And then they collapsed and fucking finished the season like 8-8. Eight and eight. In Lions <laughs> fashion. After that, it was just ugly losses. <laughs> All right, uh, we got the Falcons taking on the Panthers. Panthers giving up three. Atlanta comes into the game 1-6. and six, And Carolina comes in with a record of 3-4. and four. This is easy. If if a team can't fucking beat Detroit, they're not beating Carolina. Give me Carolina. <laughs> yeah. Same here. All right. Indianapolis giving up two. See, they, that's three in a row now with even fucking numbers. Indianapolis giving up two against the Lions. Indianapolis is four and two. Lions are three and three. Another easy one. Indianapolis. Hmm. I gotta think this one over. I hate the Lions, but the fucking Colts kind of suck too. I think... 
Uh, I'm gonna go with fucking Indianapolis too because I want to say fucking Philip Rivers always does good against Detroit. <coughs> All right, Minnesota. What? Well, well, one place Philip Rivers definitely does good though, and this is undisputable. It's the goddamn maternity ward. Yeah. He doesn't do so well in the fucking condom aisle. That's yeah. for sure. There's a condom. Contracept? What the fuck? What are you talking? What are these words? I don't understand nothing. Pull out. Get the fuck out of here. Anal? <laughs> what? <laughs> the fuck's a blowjob? <laughs> I know none of these things you speak of. <laughs> Bring me another child. Christ. It was with the NFL. There's another fucking... I can't think of who it was now. There was another... <laughs> like I think it was Antonio Cromartie or some shit. It had like fucking 12 kids. Like, would y'all chill? Stop it. You're millionaires and you're still gonna go broke. Kids are expensive. <laughs> Alright, Minnesota taking on Green Bay. Green Bay giving up seven points. Minnesota one of five. Green Bay five and one. <laughs> Me and Luke are going Green Bay. Moving on. <laughs> Yeah, I. Minnesota's awful. I, yeah. <laughs> at, at any other year, I probably would have took Minnesota to cover there, but no, they're fucking horseshit right now. <coughs> ah, thanks, Mark. He said it was Cromarty. <laughs> <coughs> All right, New England taking on Buffalo. Buffalo. Giving up four and a half points. New England at two and four. Buffalo at five and two. It's a tough one. Even though they just barely got past the Jets, give me Buffalo to rebound. I, I, I like how the Jets are so bad. Uh, I'm having to say Buffalo need to rebound after beating them. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they won by eight and they got a rebound still. <laughs> yeah, I'll go Buffalo. New England's just fucking imploding. Belichick's just fucking coming apart. There's no quarterback there. I think they're just going to have it. This season's going to be a wash for them. It sucks. Like, I wanted. If I had to choose one, I wanted Belichick to do good and Brady to do t- poorly. And, of course, I've gotten the exact opposite of what I've wanted. <laughs> one of them had to be the fraud, I guess, and it looks like it was Belichick. Goddamn sweater vest. All right. Or not sweater vest. My bad. That's fucking Jim Trussell down in Ohio State. Was it the uh, the sleeveless hoodie? Okay, Tennessee giving up four points against Cincinnati. Tennessee is five and one. Cincinnati is one five and one. Who the how the fuck is Tennessee only giving up four? Cincinnati's been competitive and somewhat close in the last like three games, so I guess that counts for not having a big spread. Yeah, his name is Derek Henry. He laughs in your fucking spread. <laughs> well, who they just beat? It was uh, I know they got beat by fucking uh, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh this last week. Yeah, 
the final undefeated team in the league. Yeah. They were fucking a lot better than I was giving them credit for. But yeah, I'm assuming we're both going Tennessee here, huh? Not sure about you, but I'm going Tennessee. Yeah. Give me Tennessee. All right. The Las Vegas Raiders taking on the Cleveland Browns. Browns giving up three points. Las Vegas three and three. Cleveland is five and two. Who you got in this one, Luke? In this one, I have Las Vegas. <sighs> OBJ going down for the years, going to hurt that Cleveland offense. I know. That's what I was thinking about going Las Vegas, too. <laughs> yeah. Son of a bitch. It's like I want to take, part of me wants to take Cleveland just to go against you, but they just barely beat Cincinnati by three. No, I can't do it. I'm taking fucking Las Vegas as well. <laughs> Give me the Raiders. All right. Here we go. One of the biggest spreads I've ever fucking seen in the NFL. We got the New York Jets taking on the Kansas City Chiefs, giving up 20 and a half points. I said it last week, and I'll say it again. Any game where Adam Gase is coaching, you take the opponents to cover the spread. <laughs> Twenty and a half's a big fucking spread. But uh, I don't get. I don't give a shit. It's this fucking Kansas City offense versus Adam Gase. Yeah, I know. I'm. I'm taking Kansas City too. <laughs> Ain't no way. <laughs> Wiz says, I feel like Cheese gets frustrated by Luke also making logical picks. I'm like, yeah, stop it, Luke. <laughs> We're supposed to be different on things. <laughs> <laughs> Too similar, goddammit. All right. We got the Los Angeles Rams. See, I told you I got a future spread on this somehow. Giving up three and a half against the Miami Dolphins. Rams are four and two. Dolphins are three and three. Who are you taking in this one, Luke? What's the spread? Three and a half. Um, Los Angeles, the Rams are favored. How did the Dolphins play this weekend? I don't think they did. So how's the record? Three? Oh, yeah, because yeah, they're three and three. They had a bye week. Give me the Rams into his first start. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't. Yeah, I'm pissed at fucking Miami for pulling. Um, oh shit! No, I just forgot his goddamn name. It's magic. Yeah, if it's magic, I got fucking. Uh, I'm pissed at them for pulling him because he was doing good. There was no reason to fucking pull him. The team had been winning. I mean, they just stomped fucking San Francisco, and then New England, I think. And they're like, yeah, oh, fuck it, we're gonna pull you, and now Tua's the starter. Like, why? So the question is, do I pick? Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I'm not going to pick the fucking rookie starter that's taking over in the middle of the season. He's going to prove something first. It was the Rams. All right. Uh, New Orleans, only giving up two and a half. It's about fucking time. Taking on the Chicago Bears. New Orleans is four and two. Chicago is five and one. Who you got in this one? 
sometimes luck matters more than talent. Chicago have proved that this season, and they're going to prove it again this weekend. Yeah, I think so, huh? I'm going to do something I haven't done all year, I think. And I'm going to take fucking New Orleans on this one. Holy shit, we differed. (laughs) Yep. I don't know. Just got a feeling that for some reason the fucking... It's getting starting to get late enough into the season where fucking Drew Brees is going to stop fucking around and so is the rest of the team and they're going to start to put together that a little bit more dominant-looking team just so that they can go into the playoffs and get knocked out in the first round like they usually do. So I'm going to take the fucking Saints on this one. Finally, some difference. Uh, next game, we got San Francisco taking on Seattle. Seattle giving up one. San Francisco is three and three. Seattle's five and one. Um, I get the feeling we're taking the same one in this one. Yeah. Oh, only two times in history has a team gone through the, or is it three? Has a team gone through the regular season unbeaten? So, Seattle dropping one at last, not really that big of a deal. Give me Seattle. Yeah, same here. I can't believe they're only favored by one. Looks like they've been great. Mm -hmm. They're still the strongest team in the NFC. Yeah, quite possibly. Definitely the strongest team over there in the West. I'd say no doubt there, but they just lost to someone in the West. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't worried about it. All right. Uh, let's see. Dallas taking on Philadelphia. Philadelphia giving up seven and a half. Ooh. Dallas is two and five. Philadelphia is two, four, and one. Ugh. Um, yes, Doc. Both fucking suck. Yeah, they do. I'm going to take Philadelphia. Damn it, son of a bitch. So am I. Fucking Dallas with a third string starter out of fucking, I think it was George Mason. Yeah, I don't don't see it. Ezekiel Elliott has not been impressive. He's not. Nobody's good enough on that team to fucking make a difference. Did Zeke has been so bad this year? You could throw him into a Michigan State jersey, and you wouldn't be able to tell the difference. Nope. Fumble, fumble, yep. fumble, pretty much. Fumble. Put it on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So still only one fucking difference of picks. We got three games left. The next one is the L.A. Chargers. Giving up one and a half points to the Denver Broncos. Both teams are dismal two and four. I don't know what you're going, but I got mine written down. Oh. <laughs> Riveting. Despite <laughs> the fact they've been, they have been losing. 
I've seen enough from Justin Herbert to give him this one. Give me the Chargers. Damn it. Yeah, me too. I already got it written down. I've been riding the fucking Herbert train for a couple weeks now. <laughs> Stay on. Choo-choo! <laughs> when you told me on Facebook earlier, I said, what are the odds we're going to end up agreeing on like 13 of them? <laughs> I said hi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. I just realized I didn't turn on the fucking music this week. Oh, well, I'm just going to leave it off now. This way we don't get a fucking copyright hit, I guess. <laughs> you a big brain. Uh, you know what? I'll fucking, I'll still throw on some old shit when uh, I get Wiz on for the throwback segment. All right, next game. Oh, this is going to be an easy one, I feel, for us to pick. We got the Pittsburgh Steelers taking on the Baltimore Ravens. Ravens giving up five and a half. So Pittsburgh is 6-0, and oh, Baltimore is 5-1. and one. While I think Pittsburgh's undefeated streak is coming to an end this weekend, five and a half is an insult to them. That's why I said this is going to be an easy one. I don't see that. <laughs> We're both taking pit on this one. Yeah. I, I can see them winning this game outright. I'm kind of tired, of, or I'm kind of done fucking... Uh, Taking them for granted, like not taking them seriously. Like, oh, it's just the fucking Steelers. They're not. I mean, they're all right. They're not gonna be anything serious. But now they're the only undefeated team in the league. Just fucking beat the fucking uh, Titans, who've been one of the better teams in the league. Oh, the fucking the AFC is fucking stacked. The NFC is fucking garbage, but the AFC is stacked. It's gonna be a Wait, fun it's... playoff this year. <laughs> That's eh, weird. It's normally the other way around. Yeah. yeah the NFC ain't got shit. Not bringing nothing to the table. Green Bay <laughs> and Seattle are your two best teams out of the NFC. Yeah. Seattle probably a little better than Green Bay, and still, that's not great. Yeah. <laughs> and that's... Three teams in the AFC, say, at least, will fucking beat uh, Seattle. Yeah. And Alright, on to the last game. Tampa Bay giving up ten points to the New York Giants. Tampa Bay is five and two. The Giants are one and six. The Giants have been able to hang in close as fuck the last couple weeks, and the managers will just still lose anyway. So ten points, kind of a lot. Tampa Bay have proven themselves to actually be legit for once. The Giants' two close games were Dallas and Philadelphia. Give me Tampa Bay. Damn it. I was trying to walk you into a Giants pick because I was taking Tampa Bay. I can't pick against him anymore. He's made me fucking pay for it every damn time, I feel. Every time I'm like, oh, yeah, fucking Tom Brady and Tampa Bay ain't going to win. Wrong. (laughs) Oh, they won't cover that, but wrong. Damn it. (laughs) So another week we have won difference of opinion and I even 14 fucking, out of 15 yeah I say I put 15 games on here like alright this will increase the odds maybe of us picking differently no <laughs> oh Dirk says now they got Antonio Brown I didn't know they took Antonio Brown fuck yeah <laughs> change my pick no kidding Antonio Brown won't even make the field I fucking hope he'll not. be throwing dick gummies at people before he gets there <laughs> Eat a bag of dicks. I give it two weeks maximum 
before Antonio Brown goes and does something fucking stupid <laughs> and gets himself released again. And two weeks he's been way too generous. Right. That's Steinbag piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah, so he couldn't get it worked out with Brady before. I don't think he will now. There was rumor that he'd end up in Seattle. And I feel like there was a better chance of that working out than this working out. I mean, they already tried that experiment with him and Brady once, and it didn't work. I, to be honest, I don't see it working out for him anywhere. Yeah, for real. But the, I feel like he had a better chance in Seattle. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Probably not going to work out anywhere, but I feel like Seattle had a better chance than fucking Tampa Bay. Because as I said, we've seen the results of him playing in New England with Brady, and Brady didn't fucking do anything to help Aim calm him. his ass down or fucking keep him focused. So, <laughs> all right, well, Wiz, you want to hop in and do this little uh, throwback segment with us? Gotta pull up the week and the year. <clears throat> He's even still on the call. Well, if he's not, he can always reconnect to the call. And well, well, once he's in the call, I'll mute myself. Oh, you don't have to mute yourself. You can chime in if you want. Going back to 1999, maybe you'll recognize a name or two. Like, oh, hey. I'll, I'll, I'll probably recognize some names, but still, you'll put, you'll be covering a week that I was like. I guess a month and a half old for. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Fucking kid. Speaking of fucking kids, my kid, my son turned 13 today. I have Happy a fucking teenager now. It's crazy. Enjoy. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm old. Enjoy. <laughs> yeah. Good luck. Yeah, he's pretty tame for a fucking teenager, so it could be worse. But it's early. He just turned 13, like I said. All right, Wiz, where are you at? Anytime. What up? There he is. That's weird. It didn't even ring or it, the little doom, 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 doom song. It, it just let me pop right in. That's nice. Maybe it's because you yeah. were already in at one point. Giggity. Yeah, dude, that was hilarious. I did not mean to answer. I was laying in bed. Could the call was already in progress. Yep. Got it. Got it. Are we on the air right now? Or Yeah. Oh, hey, everybody. <laughs> I'm G Wiz, and I didn't yeah, know welcome. there was any music playing or whatever because I turned the show down. Yeah, welcome G Wiz back to the show. All right, NFL then and now. G yeah, pretty much. G thanks for the um, endorsement for turning this shit down. <laughs> you bet. I just honestly, I forgot to throw on the music. I even said something, and I was like, ah, oh, shit, I forgot to fucking throw on music. So I'm going to try to rectify that problem. Go with a little bit of old school music here. 
Well, we talk some old school football. <laughs> yeah, there we go. I thought maybe you were doing it intentionally because of uh, the copyright shit, but it's really not a big deal. <laughs> no, I mentioned that. I was like, oh, well, at least we won't get a copyright hit, but yeah, I know it doesn't matter. It's only if we try to monetize it. And there ain't yeah. enough people listening to this shit to make anything. Yeah, it's totally not worth it if you're getting like 20 views and shit. It's like, if anything, I like should pay half of y'all for listening. Like, <laughs> thank you for giving me your time. I appreciate it. Yeah, just I, uh, join our email mailing list, and uh, with, uh, and yeah. every month we'll send $10 right to your home. Yeah, we can't possibly give you your time back, but we can try to make it worth your while. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's flashback yeah. to week seven of the 1999 season. Hey. I'm getting a little closer to present time. That's a Prince tune. <laughs> we're going to party. As if it were 1999, I believe that is uh, how it goes. Indeed. Indeed it does. Mm-hmm. Right. So, the first game, we had the Kansas City Chiefs beating the Baltimore Ravens 35-8. to uh-huh. The top passer in the game with a whopping 112 yards, Elvis Gerbeck. <laughs> 112. Former, former Michigan Wolverine, and it shows in the stat column. Uh, top rusher was Morris for Kansas City. Who the hell was Morris? Let's see. Oh, come on, you slow-ass piece of shit phone. Is it Mercury Morris? Or, uh... No, Bam? Bam Morris it is. Bam! Good job. And the top receiver... Mercury is on the Giants, right? Uh, maybe. I'm, so- I'm sorry, I'm sorry, go ahead. You're good. The <laughs> top receiver was Armour from Baltimore. A- A-R-M-O-U-R. Armour. Justin Armour. Wow, or I don't Moore, know maybe. Yeah, never heard of him. Uh, let's see. N-H-O. <laughs> okay. How about new player? Who dis? <laughs> new player? Who dis? Yeah. All right. I, All right. All right. Uh, let's see. The Indianapolis I'm Colts. not ready for this shit. I should have fucking done it dead first. That's what the problem is. <laughs> okay, well, Colts. Yeah. The Indianapolis Colts <laughs> beat the Cincinnati Bengals 31 to 10. All right. Top passer for the Colts had 284 yards. Who was it? Well, I would assume in 1999 it's Peyton Manning by now. Indeed it is. Yep. He was a rookie in 98, but I can't imagine it took him too long to get in there, but I don't remember how long it took exactly. Uh, I think he made it in first season. I don't think he sat at the bench at all. Let's see. Uh, The top rusher, also for Indianapolis, Edger and James with 52 yards. The Edge. The Edge. And the top receiver was Marvin Harrison, also for Indianapolis. So, yeah, that was a Colts-dominated game. Marvin. Sounds like it. I like how Marvin Harrison looked like he was, like, 40, even though he was 20. I don't know why. He just, like, looked like an old dude to me. <laughs> like this fucking picture. <laughs> Maybe It was probably the stupid-ass mustache. Let's see. The next game, we had a fucking barn burner. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers pull off a close victory over the Chicago Bears, six to three. <laughs> the top passer was Trent Jesus. Dilfer with 121 yards. 
Hey, I think we mentioned him last week, that yeah. son of a bitch. I think so. 121 yards was the top passer. Uh-huh. Oh, that's not good, you guys. Top <laughs> rusher, big-ass Mike Allstott with nice. 72 yards. I always liked that guy. He's a monster. Everybody liked Allstott. I don't know what it was. He had a lot of fans. He's like fucking ran people over, and people appreciate when he just run people over. Like uh, Craig Hayward. Do you remember that guy? He just like ran right through people? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, fucking. Who was he? Chiefs, maybe? I can't remember who was Craig Hayward. I want to I want to say New Orleans, but his nickname okay. was Ironhead. Yeah, it might have been New Orleans. Yeah, you might be right. Because he would just like run right into defenders and knock them down instead of the defender knocking him down, and that's an all-stat move. I think that's it's like, oh, that guy's a monster. Did you see that? I think that's why people liked him. He used to bowl people over. Yeah, probably. Or maybe he had a big ass dick. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. Definitely the latter. <laughs> probably that. Uh, Marcus Robinson was the top receiver for Chicago with 80 yards. I don't recognize that name. No, I had to hit the button to see it pop his first name up. <laughs> uh, see, the Minnesota Vikings beat the shit out of the San Francisco 49ers 40-16. to 16. <sighs> Is this another? It's gotta be. The top passer for Minnesota, 250 yards. I really thought 1999 it would have been like Culpepper or something. But we have another Jeff George sighting. Oh, no. Jeff George again. <laughs> Jeff George makes another appearance. See yeah, the... he was around for a minute, I guess. Even though he was never, like, the huge star he was supposed to be. He, I think he got drafted in 1990. And if we're talking 1999, that's nine years in the league. So good for Jeff George. Right. See, uh, the top rusher was Leroy Horde. Don't know you. Nice. 105 yards. Yeah, yeah, you remember that one? I don't. <laughs> and then the top receiver was Hatchet from Minnesota with 88 yards. Let's see. What the fuck was his first name? Matthew Hatchet. Don't I know I don't yet. know that one. Man, don't that wasn't even yet. that long ago, and I was into sports at this time, and I don't remember a lot of these names. <laughs> Matthew Hatchet? Who the fuck? <clears throat> Let's see. Um... The Miami Dolphins beat the Philadelphia Eagles 16-13. Lame. The <laughs> top passer was for Miami at the 142 yards. Huard? Huard? H-U-A-R-D? Who the fuck are you? Damon Huard. Huard. No, Damon. Oh, Damon. Okay. Then I don't know who that is. <laughs> Damon Huard. Yeah, the top rusher, <laughs> also for Miami, Collins. wonder who that is. Let's pull it up. Oh, no, not Johnson. Okay, well, Charles Johnson was the wide, uh, leading receiver. <laughs> I would have needed to hit that anyway, so that worked yeah, out. Yeah, I don't know that dude either. Who the fuck are these people? I don't know, man. I don't 1999, know. the year of the mystery, man. Right. Uh, the year of... Cecil Collins is the top running back. Who the fuck is Cecil Collins? Cecil Collins? What the fuck? <laughs> Fair enough. Found the most fucking obscure shit. All right. Uh, wow. The Detroit Lions beat the Carolina <laughs> Panthers 24 to 9. No way. We might be able to get this one. Oh, uh, again. Uh, the top passer for Carolina, Steve Verline. That guy. The top rusher for Detroit, Hill. Hill. I can't remember our running back named Hill. I'm trying. I'm trying. Greg Hill. Greg Hill. <laughs> It's our own team, and I'm like, who? I don't 
remember Greg well, Hill. At least I know the goddamn receiver for Carolina. Wesley Walls. Right? Hey, a name I've heard of. Yeah. Smart says these are all computer generated Madden player names. <laughs> oh, speaking they of. They really are. It's kind of like a, it's a little bit off topic, but not that much. <laughs> I was playing my little football game on my phone. Cheap free plug. Uh, it's called Retro Bowl. It's like Techno Super Bowl, kind of. But uh, right. it's got a bunch of computer generated characters and names. The name of my fucking kicker is Taco Bello. T A C O B E L L O. Taco Bello. <laughs> I see what you did there. Oh, Jesus. Really? Wow. Clever. <laughs> but uh, back to the task at hand. We had the St. Louis what Rams. What a run by the quarterback, Mick Donalds. <laughs> <laughs> yes, McDonald's. Mick. Okay. He's from the Irish Burger League. Kingsman. <laughs> Kingsman. All right. Kingsley. Kingsley? Burger Kingsley. <laughs> <laughs> Sir Burger Kingsley. That one sounds funny. Okay. <laughs> All right. The uh, St. Louis Rams beat the shit out of Cleveland Browns 34-3. I believe this is the year the Rams won the Super Bowl. Because the top passer was Kurt Warner with 203 yards. Uh... Top rusher, Marshall Falk. Falk, yeah. Yeah, Falk, yeah. He had 133 yards. And the top receiver for Cleveland, last name Shepard. Leslie Shepard. Don't know you. Hmm. Nope. <laughs> Anonymous. <laughs> uh, the New England Patriots. That's another one of those Madden players. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Uh, New England Patriots beat the Denver Broncos 24-23. Close-ass game. Top passer for Denver with 316 yards, Brian Greasy. Hey, I remember him. Yeah, another former Wolverine. Wolverines! Uh, let's see. Leading rusher for New England with 106 yards, Allen. Is that Marcus Allen? In 1999, I guess it's possible. Let's see. Or, or Terry Allen. Sorry, Terry, Terry Allen. Terry, Terry Allen. Okay. And that vaguely rings a bell. That's not completely anonymous. <laughs> and the leading receiver for Denver, Ed McCaffrey with 101 yards. Yeah, he was good for a minute there. Yeah. I remember Ed McCaffrey. Yep. Father of uh, Christian McCaffrey. He's <laughs> killing it in Carolina. Thank you, Luke. Christian McCaffrey's a bad dude, man. Yep. You see, his dad wasn't no joke either. Let's see. Um, the New York Giants beat the New Orleans Saints 31-3. Top passer for the Giants was Graham. Who was that? Graham? Kent Graham. Who the fuck are you? This is the weirdest year of football. Yeah, like, I, I was like 1999. We're going to know all these people. No, this is the worst one so fucking far. In Quarterbacks are some pretty high-profile dudes. Uh, the top rusher for New Orleans with 111 yards, Williams. That's probably Ricky. Yeah, yep. And then the top receiver for the Giants with 69 yards is Mitchell. Pete Mitchell. Pete Mitchell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, of course, Pete Mitchell. Yeah. Who the fuck is Pete? Fuck Pete! <laughs> Uh, he's another one in the hall of vague. Yeah. 
Man, I didn't realize they were all still together at this point, but the uh, Dallas Cowboys beat the Washington Redskins. That's right, they were still the Redskins. 38-20. to Top passer for Dallas, Troy Aikman with 244 yards. Top rusher for Dallas, Emmitt Smith with 80 yards. Luke's loving that, too. And the receiver for Dallas, 76 yards, Ishmael. Um, what the fuck was his first name? No? Okay, let me check it. Rahib? Ro- Rocket Ishmael. I Kadri? thought it was just a fucking nickname, but it is Rocket Ishmael. No, it's Rahib. Yeah. Rahib Ramadan. R-A-G-H-I-B. It's Rahib Rocket Ishmael, and his brother was Kadri. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Luke Next says, not even responding to that. <laughs> <laughs> Next All the Cowboys get. Green Bay Packers beat the San Diego Chargers 31-3. Top passer for Green Bay with 173 yards, Brett Favre. Brett Favre. Brett yeah. Favre. Top Luke has got a total boner right now. All right. Top rusher for Green Bay with 77 yards. Dorsey Levens. I remember that name. And, Dorsey Levens. Yep. I remember him from a video game on N64, but I don't remember which one. <laughs> Obviously one of the Maddens. Probably. Uh, probably 99. That was the big one everybody seemed to have him play, and we're on 99, so it makes sense. There you go. All right. um, Dorsey Levens. And the top receiver for San Diego with 87 yards, Jones. Freddie Jones. Of course, because he, he was a monster. I think he played... Let me look him back up again. I think he went on to have a good career in Philly. Nope, never mind. I take that back. I don't know who I was thinking of, but it wasn't him. He eventually went to mm. Arizona, but still don't know him. Fuck you, don't know you after all, stranger. Alright, Seattle Seahawks. <laughs> Beat the Buffalo Bills 26-16. Top passer in the game with 294 yards for Buffalo, Doug Flutie. <laughs> nice. Uh, top rusher for bastard. Seattle, Ricky Waters with 75 yards. And the, the two Ts, I believe, right? Yep. Wow. Waters. Waters. Yep. And then the top receiver for Buffalo with 106 yards, Peerless Price. I had to look that one up. I remember Peerless Price. Peerless Price, I remember the name. I don't remember too much about him specifically, but I remember the name for I sure. He was good Peerless for a couple years. He was a solid receiver. He was... He was doing good. <laughs> yeah, he was doing good. Uh, he was doing good. The Oakland Raiders edge out the New York Jets 24-23. Uh, top passer for Oakland with 352 yards. Rich, I got a cannon, Gannon. Ha <laughs> the cannon! <laughs> uh, top rusher for the, was for the Jets with 123 yards, Martin. Now, oh, I mean, hit that one. Okay, well, Tim Brown was the leading receiver. <laughs> I'd have known that anyway. Yep. Who was the other guy? Curtis Martin. <laughs> he was the one. I would have got that one. Yeah, Curtis Martin was the top rusher. And then, like I said, Tim Brown, top receiver. Holy shit, with 190 yards. We know who Gannon threw the ball to most of the fucking game. That's a nice game, damn. Yeah. 
massive. A buck ninety. Putting points on the motherfucker. At 112 years old in 1999. <laughs> right. He was like 100. Well, no, 108. I'm sorry. And then, uh, 108 years old. Okay. <laughs> the Pittsburgh You Steelers. see, the joke was that I corrected myself, but then I used another ridiculously high number. Yep. Okay. Yep. Moving on. It was there. All right. The uh, Pittsburgh Steelers beat the Atlanta Falcons 13-9. What a great game. Oh, damn it. I looked this dude up last week because I couldn't remember who he was. The top passer was for Atlanta with 233 yards. Uh, Chandler. Remember what Chris the first... Chandler. Was it Chris Chandler? Okay. Yep. It was him again. It's him again. <laughs> uh, it's poop again. <laughs> it's poop again. Top rusher. Don't have to look this up. Pittsburgh, 80 yards. Jerome Bettis. And the top uh-huh. receiver was... Uh-huh. Terrence Mathis yeah. with 166 yards for Atlanta. And that is it for week seven of the 1999 NFL season. Uh, Luke says that's the same number as, of, of yards as the GOAT Devontae Adams had this week, 190. GOAT, huh? Yeah, the greatest of all time is what that means. Yeah, I know what it means, but I mean, calling Devontae <laughs> Adams that, Jesus. But I thought it would be hilarious if I explained it to you. I thought it'd be funny. Yeah, I'm doing a sports show. Thank you for clarifying that with me. I, <laughs> I never got that. Thank you. <laughs> this is why we have Wiz with us, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I am invaluable, people. <laughs> okay, I'm tr- currently trying to find some music because I'm going to take a quick break. I gotta go, you know, take care of my nicotine addiction. Wiz would like to go do a dab before we get into the UFC, I'm sure. Yeah, because I didn't really do one before we started this, and I'm like, man, I'm not stoned. This doesn't feel right. <laughs> I have all this, like, energy, and, like, I'm able to focus. That's no fun for anybody. All right. No fun at all. <laughs> all right. I'm out, but I'll be back. Okay. I'm going to put on some hip-hop because I know y'all would probably appreciate that more than the shit I listen to. Alright. Music. Uh, I love how there's always that little extra thing on the end of that video that I forget about. Alright, I'm back. I'm not sure if Wiz and Luke are near. Yeet. I just had to un... I had to mute Mixler and unmute me, because if I listen to Mixler, everyone hears it, as we found out earlier. Yeah, indeed. That was fun. <laughs> like, turn it down. What are you fucking doing? embarrassing. Yeah. You're embarrassing. You're fucking everything up. Unlike your UFC oh. picks. Yeah, I was just going to say, it's UFC time. I've been looking forward to this. This is going to be fun for me, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> the people in the listening audience, yes, this is going to be fun for me. Uh, I fucking bad. Let's uh, <laughs> recap last week's event before we do our picks for this week, of course. Yes. Uh, the fr- the fr- first one we picked was Joel Alvar- Alvarez versus Alexander Yakovlev. Uh, I picked Alvarez. Alvarez won by round one submission. How'd you guys do? Um, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's what we got cheats for. He's our guy for this. Indeed. Luke picked up the win, but uh, I, I I got a loss there. <laughs> oh. Okay, okay. <clears throat> I went with the Jackov. 
Up next was the jack-off. And lots Casey of the armor. Kenny Sorry. versus Nathaniel Wood. Uh, I chose Kenny we all via chose Kenny. decision, and Kenny won via decision. How'd you guys do? We all chose Kenny. We all won. Excellent. <laughs> Leanna Jojua versus Miranda Maverick. I picked Maverick to win by submission, but Maverick won by stoppage. I think between rounds one and two, is that correct, Luke? Yep, that's right. Okay. Uh, how'd you guys do? Well, that's another win for you and Luke, but that's another loss for me. <laughs> I took Jojua. I'm so sorry. Jojua is how you pronounce it, too, thank God, because the other way would be too easy to make fun of. <laughs> oh, hua. Okay. Uh... Daun Jung versus Smiling Sam Helvey. You know, let's call this one the main event. Okay, Alex Cowboy Oliveira versus Shavkat Rachmanov. I picked Rachmanov. Uh, we all picked Rachmanov. I picked him by a round one TKO, and he won by round one submission. That was so close. Okay. That's uh, still the win. Next <laughs> Stefan Struve versus Tai Tuivasa. I chose... Tuivasa to win by decision. Tuivasa won by run one knockout okay. at the very, very end of the round. Legit 4.59. Yep, 4.59. One second left. Well, this one, me and you picked up a win, and Luke picked up a loss. That's right. He did pick Struve, didn't he? Okay. Indeed he did. Sorry, Luke. After that was Mamagomed Ankalaev versus Ilan Kutalaba. Uh, I chose Ankalaev, even though I like Kutalaba to win by TK. Or I liked, I like Kutalaba, but I chose Ankalaev to win by TKO. He won by knockout in round one. How'd you guys do? Uh, we all got wins on that one. Yeah, hard to choose against that guy. He's a monster. Uh, Lilia Shakarova making her UFC debut against Lauren Murphy. I picked Lauren Murphy to win by decision. Lauren Murphy won in round two via submission. How'd you guys do? We all picked Murphy. Oh, man, we are pretty good at this. Bunch of winners. Phil Hawes and Jacob Malkoon, they are both making their UFC debut. I didn't know much about either guy. I picked Hawes. Hawes won in... Uh, Round one in 18 seconds via knockout. How'd you guys do? <laughs> uh, that's another win for you and Luke, and another loss for me. Cheese. Le- Le- legit, I believe that's only one second longer than it took Chemayev to beat Meshat. Yep, one second. Uh, after that, we had Alexander Volkov versus Walt mm. Harris, uh, the big boys. I picked Volkov. Uh, Volkov won by knockout via body kick, which was really nice. Huh. How'd you guys do? Uh, that's a win for me and you, and another loss for Luke. He folded him. It was intense. <laughs> that's a big dude to just fold in half like that, man. Ugh. Anyway. Uh, Robert Whitaker versus Jared Cannonier. I picked Bobby Knuckles to win, and I would have been upset otherwise. And Bobby Knuckles won 29-28, which I agree with because I scored round two for Cannonier. How'd you guys do? That's a win for all of us again. I'm said, knuckles. Bobby, right. very nice. You can get the fuck out of here, <laughs> Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, Khabib Nurmagomedov, 28 no going into this versus Justin Gaethje. I really wanted to pick Justin Gaethje, but I chose Khabib Nurmagomedov because you can't not basically. Uh, Khabib won in round two via choke out, and when I say choke out, I mean the guy was sleeping. How'd you guys do? <laughs> That's another win for all of us. Okay, and your main event of the evening, the one we were all waiting to see, Daun Jung versus 
Sam Elvey, uh, I picked Jung to win by TKO, and it went to a split draw. How would you guys do? We all picked. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it was a split draw. That was supposed to be funny. <laughs> so if, if that wouldn't have happened, I could have potentially went twelve and zero, but I went eleven zero and one on on this last week's event. So I'm feeling Net- pretty good about myself right now. Yeah, we Net- all picked Jung. Not a, not a my scorecard. I, I I had it going twenty nine twenty eight twelve. Okay, well let's just say even <laughs> hypothetically that that had happened, eleven and one ain't bad. But I still look at, look at it like a perfect card because how do you pick a draw? But it wasn't perfect, perfect. Well, we all picked Jung, so I mean, if it was a win, it was a win for all of us. If yeah. it was a loss, it was a loss for all of us. Well, ironically, I didn't watch it because it came on so early. I missed a bunch of fights, but uh, Luke did and. Uh, Man, th- he would even score for Elvy. That really lets me down because Jung was a hot prospect and a fucking wrecking ball, and I thought he was just going to like steamroll him. That's what I expected. Not sure, a lot of people kind of expected that to happen. So, just goes to show you the indie, or the indies and the UFC are two very different things. There's levels to this shit, bro. <laughs> yeah, well, so that means our individual records for last week. We had Wiz at the top with 11-0-1 with the draw. Luke in second with nine two and one, and myself bringing up the rear at eight three and one, which still ain't bad for last place. Shit. But that brings our total. What did Luke have? You had a little interruption there. Sorry, Luke was nine two and one. Nine two and one. Okay. Yep. Very nice, sir. So our totals for the last two weeks, because we had very <laughs> few the first week. Uh, Wiz at fourteen one and one. Myself at eleven four and one, and Luke at eleven four and one. So Wiz is killing All it, right? But me and Luke aren't exactly doing well, bad either. Well, it's neck and neck. <clears throat> kind of. I mean, it's not that. I had a good week. Yeah, you killed it for sure. All right. Uh, in this, this weekend, we've got UFC Fight Night one eighty one, and they are back in America. That's. At the Apex in Las Vegas. <laughs> UFC so. 181, back in America. Sounds like a WWE special. Back in the USA. Uh, back I, in the USA. Once again, I don't know if these are... I don't know if these are necessarily in the right order. Whatever. But I do have all the maps. <sighs> including one that just changed today, but I got the updated version of it, so we're good. Uh, number one, Miles Johns versus Kevin Natividad. What a great name. Uh, Johns, uh, came from, right? <laughs> Johns came from the Contender Series. He's one in the one in, or one in one in the UFC. Uh, he scores the occasional knockout, but mainly wins by decision. Natividad is a 9-1 prospect coming out of LFA, and most of his wins have come via TKO. Uh, I chose Natividad because he seems like the scarier of the two motherfuckers I never heard of before. What say you, Luke? Just to make sure we don't go completely the same all the way through, I'll take Mal Jones here. Mal Jones here. Okay. Oh, shit. And cheese man? Uh, Dude, a lot of these are toss-ups. I mean, this is hard to be, like, uh, expert, quote-unquote, with a lot of these guys. There's a lot of people I never heard of and a lot of people making their UFC debuts. So this card has potential to be a shit show for somebody's yeah. record. 
Hmm. Well, you know what I mean? I was going to go with John's as well. So this is a chance for okay. you to either gain another one on us or us to fucking catch up to you a little bit. <laughs> Indeed. Legit, I didn't do any reading into this card. <laughs> okay. I don't dick about this shit, so. Well, I, I did a lot of research. It was about an hour and a half to get these fucking 12 matches because a lot of the people, I just didn't know anything about them, but I want to be right. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it, it, okay, shows, uh, it pays off for you. And we went and picked uh, against you. Uh, so. <laughs> Courtney Casey versus Priscilla Cashweda. I've heard of Cashweda. I don't know much about Casey, although she's been around forever, so it's weird. She's got the strangest record. It's like win, loss, win, loss, win, loss. She can't string two wins or losses like hardly ever. It's always win, loss, win, loss. Well, she's coming off a KO win. (laughs) Or, I mean, uh, no. Okay. (laughs) Cashweda is coming off a KO win versus Shayna Dobson. Uh, she was a huge prospect a few years ago and then she, this hasn't really panned out quite yet in the UFC. She's currently one in three. And but I chose Cash Wader anyway to win via TKO. Cash Wader is going to win and everyone knows why she hasn't panned out yet. She ran into a fucking wrecking crane named Valentina Shevchenko. Now, there's no doubt that that's true, but then she's actually lost twice after that. Mm, Touche. Which makes me worry about her. So, what what happened in Casey's last fight? I don't know what happened. I didn't write it down. Um, Hang on. It just... Blew my she, mind how she win, lose, win, lose, win, I know, that's why I wanted to know. Like, she, okay, well, what's the last one? It's like a bad oh, opposite of it. She lost. <laughs> she lost by submission in the third round to Jillian Robertson. Uh-oh. Okay. Well, I <laughs> have, wasn't really, Have I fucked myself here? I, say, I wasn't really looking forward to or looking into cash weight anyway. So give me Casey. I'll, I'll go different on this one. All right, there you, you go. You guys got cash weight. I got Casey. All right. Uh, your, up uh, next, she lost her last two fights. wasn't a great endorsement either. <laughs> <laughs> uh, up next is Dustin Jacoby versus Justin Ledette. I've heard of Ledette. Don't know nothing about Jacoby, and that's because he's making his UFC debut. He's coming from the Contender Series, and according to his independent record, he likes to end the fight. He is a striker. He's a finisher. Justin Ledette has lost three in the row in the UFC. He is a ground specialists so this is an odd matchup i chose jacoby by early tko because it's like the natural order of things and for no other reason one of them fights one of those three fights though was up against johnny walker that's nothing to be ashamed of absolutely not because johnny walker's a monster (laughs) and as much as much as we should have all learned our lesson about picking the um guy just coming in, I'm going to go with Justin with Justin Jacoby. All right. All right well, as am I. That's unanimous then. We're all going Jacoby on this one. It's fucking unanimous. All right. <laughs> uh Cole Williams versus Justin Witt. Yay. Williams. <laughs> Easy names to spell. <laughs> yes, yes. Williams and Wit. 
Uh, Williams is a finisher standing or on the ground, uh, at least according to his independent record, but he did lose his UFC debut to Claudio Silva via rear naked choke. And Jason Witt is a submission specialist who also lost his UFC debut to Takashi Sato via TKO. I don't even remember that fight. Uh, I'm expecting a high-level ground battle here, or at least that's what I hope to see, and that's what it looks like on paper, but I don't know these guys enough to really say. But I chose Cole Williams to win via submission. Give, give me Cole Williams, because anyone who loses to someone called Takashi doesn't <laughs> have any joy in life. <laughs> if you got your ass whipped by a dude named Takashi, you suck. Yeah, that's awful. All right. Oh, that's and, unanimous, and, Williams. And, and if you get yourself involved in a crime syndicate with a guy named Takashi, you're getting fingered in court. Yeah, I was just gonna say, <laughs> maybe he did. Maybe he lost to Takashi on purpose because he didn't want Takashi to snatch him out. <laughs> Very nice. Okay. <laughs> Got Sean Strickland versus Jack Marshman. These two guys are UFC veterans. They've both been around for a long time. Uh, Strickland can end the fight standing or on the ground. Uh, his last fight was a win via TKO over Nordin Taleb. Uh, Jack Marshman's coming off a layoff since June 2019. But back in the day, he got a lot of knockouts. His last few f- f- went to the cards. Uh, I chose Sean Strickland just because he's not quite as rusty. And no other real reason, because this is a pretty even match, really. I'm struggling here, because Strickland's last fight, his loss, was in October of 2018. And you know how I feel. Uh, Last fight, the win, was in October 2018. You know how I feel taking guys who have been out for two years. But Marshman fucking lost to a guy coached by... The fuck is the guy's name again? Uh, Edmund Tarverdian? Yeah, that fucking piece of shit. He's fucking awful, isn't he? He's like a character (laughs) from fucking Game of Thrones. Yeah, he sure does. Fuck it. If you lose to one of Edmund's guys, you don't deserve any joy in life. Give me Sean Strickland. That's right. Well, it's unanimous. I'll take Strickland because you know, I like their deals on propane. Propane and propane accessories. <laughs> exactly. I like Strickland. All right. Uh, I like stories about mixed martial arts. Okay, Adrian Yanez versus Victor Rodriguez. Victor Rodriguez is a last-minute replacement for someone whose name I don't remember who probably got COVID. Yanez is making his UFC debut. Alan Phillips. Yep, you're right. He's coming from the contender series. He's a striker who can end it on the feet. He can end the fight. Rodriguez has won four in the row on the Indies, all via TKO. Uh, all impressively. I'm going to go with Yanez only because of the quantifiable competition level <coughs> he's been up against as opposed to the guy up the weird random indies. So, Yanez, Yanez. I'm going to agree with you there. Damn. Okay. We're all just getting on the same page now. 
Giannis is is. Come on, ride the train. All right, what's next? Uh, it's Giannis. Chris, Chris Gritzemacher <laughs> versus, yeah, good luck spending that, or spelling that. G-R-U-E-T-Z-E-M-A-C-H-E-R. Gritzemacher. I mean, fuck, versus I just ran out of room. <laughs> versus Alexander Hernandez. I need another pencil. <laughs> yeah, I'm out of lead. <laughs> Gritzemacher is a striker. He's two and two in the UFC. His last fight was a win via TKO against Joe Lozon in April of 2018. You hear that, Luke? Yes. It's exactly the reason I'm going with Alexander Hernandez. Hernandez is a finisher standing or on the ground. He's also two and two in the UFC, and he's coming off a TKO loss to Drew Dober, which isn't the greatest thing to be able to say. Now, here's a place where we differ because I'm going with grits via decision. <laughs> Gritzemacher. God damn it. That means I had to write both of them. <laughs> Just write grits. Just write grits. <laughs> there you go. G or H. Yeah. Although I, I, I do hate that it's been since 2018 the guy has been in the octagon. That it's really hard to pick him, but I still hey. did. Hey, G's picking G. I am. Yeah, no shit. She chose G. Okay. Well, I'm taking uh, Hernandez, so, yeah. Oh, you, okay. You're taking well, gr- you grits guys. by yourself. We're going to catch up to you, bitch. Well, you can kiss my grits. Uh, moving on to the main card. The curtain jerker is King Bobby Green versus Tiago Moises. Uh, Green is a UFC veteran extremely well-rounded he's got he's got three straight wins all in 2020 all via decision moises is two and two in the ufc he's a ground guy and his last win was a a a jesus a submission over michael johnson um choosing green to win via decision Bobby Green to decision his way to a strong decision win. Yeah. <laughs> and that's my final decision. All right. Well, we're all going with Bobby Green. King Bobby. Up next, we got another Green, but this is Maurice Green versus Greg Bedful of Guns Hardy. Maurice Green is <laughs> the rare heavyweight jujitsu expert. He's a weird dude. And he's like weird looking too because he's kind of cross-eyed he's just a unique dude he is one in one in 2020 greg hardy is known for playing in the nfl uh he's known for power slamming his girlfriend onto a into a mattress completely covered in guns uh he's known for using an inhaler in the middle of a ufc fight which is not legal and he's also known unfortunately for tko wins but i picked maurice green to pick up the win via submission because i think if it gets on the ground hardy's not going to know what the fuck to do against a heavyweight jujitsu expert so i'm hoping that's how it goes fuck greg hardy give, give me green because glory to jujitsu and fuck dallas and fuck greg hardy there you go yeah we're all going green again because exactly that fuck greg hardy fuck, fuck that greg hardy a fucking piece of shit all right this is, god damn it, this was so hard to pick. I know that Luke is g- going to have a hard time here. Kevin Holland versus Mahmoud Muradov. Kevin Holland is 6-2 s- s- is and two in the UFC. 
on the indies, he was a killer, but in the UFC, most of his fights go to the cards, but he's really good, especially he's a good wrestler. He's also the guy who called out Khabib Nurmagomedov after he retired. Fucking asshole. <laughs> and Mahmoud Muradov is a prospect from Uzbekistan. He's won 12 in a row, and they were almost all by knockout. He's 2-0 and in the UFC. His last win was a knockout over Trevor Smith. I picked Muradov. Damn it. Because it seems like he should just crush Kevin Holland. But Kevin Holland's a crafty fucker, and I don't know. If he can keep it on the ground, I feel like this is a tough one to call. But I chose Muradov. Every card, you get that one result that does genuinely surprise you. So give it Kevin Holland. Yeah, see? It's it's all there. The pieces are there. This is one. This is a really hard one to pick. All right, well, Luke stands alone on this one because I'm taking Muradov. Okay. Uh, Bryce Mitchell, who will be wearing camo shorts. Anyone that watches UFC will know what that means. Versus Andre Touchy Feely. Bryce Mitchell is in. Uh, is Any relation to AJ? I don't know. No, because they're spelled differently, unfortunately. Bryce Mitchell is an undefeated prospect. He is. 4-0 in the UFC. He is a submission specialist in every sense of the word. This guy is a submission specialist. Andre Feely is a UFC veteran coming off a split decision win against Charles Jourdain. Uh Bryce Mitchell to keep the train rolling. Choo-choo via submission, baby. Here we go. Mitchell to 14-0. Alright, well, sounds like you need us again. All right, now this is the fight I don't want to talk about. This is the main event of the evening, and it's Uriah Hall versus Anderson Spiders. Silva in his retirement match, the fucking legend. This is his last match in the UFC. <clears throat> uh, Hall has a lot of wins over nobodies and a lot of losses by somebodies. Uh his last match was a split decision win over Antonio Carlos Jr., which I don't remember. And I'm not going to give you a scouting report on Anderson Silva. Sorry, I can't do it. <laughs> it would just be silly. Uh, I picked Anderson to go out a winner via decision, and I hope it happens. But if he loses, will I be surprised? I will not because he's been on quite the streak lately. But I want Anderson to go out on a high note here. Anderson mm -hmm. Silva. As much as I want to go Anderson Silva, dude is like dude is the exact same as BJ Penn. He's hung on for way too long, and just simply, I don't think doesn't have it anymore. Give me Uriah Hall to put one final sad note on on the back end of this legend. Don't try and cloud the issue with logic and reason and shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's probably what's going to happen, but I couldn't pick it. Yeah. I didn't want to. Yeah, Luke's going to say. Well, you still own, did. I didn't want to, and I didn't. So I'm the boss of me. I'm sorry. What'd you say? So Luke's going to be on his own on this one too, because I took Silva. Yeah, man. So he He's probably going to lose, and it's going to be sad. But I want it, him to win. Like I'm willing him to win. You know what I mean? Like, come on, you got this. I was 11 and 0 last week. The, the one of these I'm desperate to lose. Yeah. Yeah, you're on your own on two of them. I'm on my own on one of them. 
There's only one fight that I'm desperate to lose the main event, but... Yeah. How many am I alone on? I had a couple in there this week, too, didn't I? Yeah, say, uh, there's two where me and Luke are against you. We both picked Johns, and you picked, uh... Uh... Fuck. Natividad. Yep. Natividad. I'm sh- well. I don't think I've ever watched him, and I don't know how to properly pronounce it. So I'm uh, yeah, looking forward to hearing how you pronounce his name Saturday. <laughs> and then you picked uh, Grits, and we picked Hernandez. Oh yeah. And just very quickly, I've said it in private to G. I'm going to say it publicly. Leon Edwards versus Hamzat Jamaev is a fucking dumb matchup. Yeah, it was a bad move. It's gonna ruin somebody. Of course. Sounds like WWE. <laughs> I, I absolutely despise the fact that I'm going to be forced to cheer against Hamzat Jemayev. Hmm. Yeah, he's a Leon Edwards homer big time because he lives like a mile away from him or something. <laughs> Legit, maybe not even a full mile. See? Damn. You want to talk about a local boy? It's like in the same damn neighborhood and shit. Right. <laughs> yeah, June, we know he's old. Anderson Silva's old, but man. <laughs> he's lost enough. <laughs> he went on a streak there where he was just a punching bag. Yeah. <sighs> But fuck Uriah Hall. He's a fucking middle-of-the-road guy. So fuck you. No, not fuck him. He's cool. But <laughs> and, and just a very quick update. With eight minutes left in the third quarter, the Rams are leading the Bears 17-3. to Uh-oh. Not off to a good start. <laughs> fuck the Rams. I don't I'm... Fuck the Rams right in the Ram asses. I have no opinion about the Rams, really. No, the Rams I have no are, Ram uh, opinion. The Rams are favored by six. We picked Chicago, so we need Chicago to fucking get a little closer than that. They can lose just by less than six. Or by six. Six would make a push, at least. <laughs> okay, kids are out. <laughs> yeah. Hey, um But yeah, that's the end of the anyway, UFC I'm segment. Gonna... Yeah, I made my picks and I I am out of here. <laughs> All right. Later. All right. Well, uh, Luke, I meant to do this after the NFL part, but I fucking forgot. Uh, you got some big news to share, right? You talking about LWOS? Um, yeah, probably. <laughs> um, I think everyone in here already knows about that news, to be fair. Yeah, we'll fucking release the news for anybody who might listen on a download. Say say hello to your newest amateur sports writer. Congrats, dude. That's awesome. At, at, at least it's only amateur for the time being, I hope. Yeah. You, you'll better help me get to 10,000 clicks. That's what I'm saying. Plug this shit. <laughs> Even if... <laughs> One person, one outsider from the group listens and, and likes it and fucking checks out your shit. That's one more person, and then they'll share it, and then that person will share it, and yeah, you, it'll you, snowball. 
you, you better you better help me get to fucking ten thousand clicks, guys. You know we will. We'll do every fucking thing we can. <laughs> Wiz asked if we spoiled it yesterday. No, he didn't spoil it. I just wanted Luke no. to plug it himself too. No, I I announced it on Twitter when it happened. Yep. <laughs> yeah, so he already broke it on Twitter. He, don't worry, Wiz. But yeah, dude, congratulations. That's awesome. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, like when uh, yeah. when I, you put I your mean, first article out or whatever. It should be within the next few days. Okay. That's awesome. I look forward to it. I'll be sharing it around to everybody and telling everybody to fucking read it. It it will definitely 100% be out by next episode. That's for sure. <clears throat> Hell yeah. No, I look forward to reading it and plugging it. <laughs> Well, I guess that's it for this week. I'm Cheese on Sports. Thank you, Luke, for coming on and doing the picks as always. Pleasure's always mine. And I look forward to seeing you back here again next week. As, Best believe uh, it, pal. As well as everybody else out there listening. You guys fucking come back and listen every week. I enjoy doing this. So uh, if you like it, it's going to keep going. If you don't like it, it's still going to keep going. <laughs> 